In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Dominion, wickedness, righteousness. There are some pretty big words in the reading for today. Paul speaks to us of the dominion of sin, being an instrument of wickedness, the call to righteousness. The psalmist, in this particularly beautiful liturgical song, draws us toward praise to God for being our help, without which we would be swallowed up alive, overcome by a torrent, prey to the teeth of our enemies. The gravity of this language lies alongside the gospel readings call to a dramatic trust that has been laid on us, letting go of all we rely upon except God, a trust partnered to a sobriety of purpose to be stewards of what the master has given, the salvation of which the psalmist speaks, the grace for which Paul gives thanks, knowing that from those to whom much has been given, much will be required. Dramatic, sobering. I don't know about you, but most days my life does not seem worthy of this dramatic language. Maybe I don't live big enough in my virtues and my vices. My sins, and they are many, nevertheless feel sort of garden variety when measured against these dramatic scriptures, against the history of persecution in Paul's life, against the tortured conscience of an Augustine. What has overwhelmed my life, with a powerful few exceptions, have been more like a hard rain than an overwhelming torrent. Compared to the suffering of those who do not have the financial and relational and material and emotional resources I have, for which I am mostly indebted to others who have loved and supported me. Well, there have been a few torrential storms and know that I am well aware that my sins over the years, small and some large, have done harm. And my blindness to my privilege, my complicity in the moral calculus of my nation's wars, there are plenty of notable marks on my ledger. Still, I don't know if most days I'm big enough for these words, the gravity in these scriptures. Perhaps some of you might feel the same way. But there is this other really big word in these scriptures. Grace. 
the grace that God has given, the grace that God has given to us for every sin, both small and large, for the accumulation of sins in lives lived with good intention but often falling short in ways small and large, the grace that God has given for when the floods do come, for when we are prey, when disaster seems on the prowl for us. Grace is a funny word, though, isn't it? Set alongside these others. Set alongside wickedness, raging waters. Grace is a beautiful word, almost a quiet beauty, unassuming, gentle in comparison to something like the dominion of wickedness. But of course, that is often how God seems to work in our lives to set us free. God works close in, quietly, steadily, persistently. The Spirit slowly opening the wounds in our hearts to the salve of healing, slowly opening our eyes to the harm we do but can't see. God stands with us as the floods roll down the rivers of our lives that are most other days pretty ordinary, where God is still standing with us, quiet and present, a silent accompaniment to our days, who speaks far louder than the crash of the waves in his silent steadiness. Now, God does speak loudly, too, of course. You know this. Elijah hears the still, small voice, and Jacob wakes from a dream to discover that the very ordinary place that he is is the gate of heaven. But Jesus also flips tables over in the temple, and the bones in the valley of death take flesh and dance, big and small big even when small. God's grace moves on unrelentingly through our lives. Day in and day out, telling us we are loved, inviting us to live more generously, holding us up when we cannot stand in the face of fear or loss. Of course, we also do well to remember that these passages are not about my sin or your sin, but our sin, our sins, our sufferings. Paul speaks to the church. Jesus speaks to the disciples and to a crowd. The psalmist calls a people to praise. It is all our sins that weigh us all down. The suffering of our neighbors is ours as well. No one is an island, is the way John Donne put it. What touches one of us 
touches us all. It is our sin, not mine, to which grace comes. It is the suffering of any to which grace comes that is the concern of us all. That grace given to us as a gift to our sin and our suffering to share liberally and indiscriminately with those around us. That is the trust that is given to us. That is the gift to which we must, with God's continual help, remain alert always and rely upon God to return us to the sense of that gift when we forget and our privilege to share it. Both amid the grand failures and catastrophes and the very ordinary steps of our days. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, let Israel now say, let us now say. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, our enemies would have swallowed us up alive. The flood would have swept us away. Our help is in the name of the Lord who made heaven and earth, who walks with us every day, freeing us from the paralysis of sin and fear and laying on us the liberty of service. Every day, every hour, we live in that liberty or we return to it. Every day, every hour, may God find us full of gratitude for that grace until the great reconciling comes, until every fear subsides and every sin fades, until God is all in all.